You're listening to Soundcheck PGH, and let us be the very last people to wish you a happy new year because we're well aware that it has been 2020 for quite some time now. But today, we're going to take a few minutes to look back because A, what's the point of moving forward if you can't look back? And B, 2019 had some pretty sweet music coming out of Pittsburgh, and we are going to round it up. We're going to count it down. The best releases, my favorite releases coming out of Pittsburgh in 2019. Let's get right to it. Picking us off, number 13, A Baker's Dozen, baby. Number 13, here we go. Flower Crown with their LP, Sundries, that came out in May. Flower Crown is a five-piece dream pop band that has been putting out music for the past few years. I believe this is their second full length. And this thing is just 10 tracks of ethereal bliss, which is what you want the best dream pop music to be. It's a genre that relies very specifically on production, atmosphere, and just overall vibe of the sound of the full album. And the production here is perfect. The vocals are really fuzzed out. They're very reverb heavy. The guitars are glisteny. They kind of pierce through the atmosphere of the rest of the music, kind of like rays of light or something. And just the overall feeling is one of kind of like lethargic, not a care in the world, just like comfortably comatose, I would say. It's almost like when you're having a great time doing anything and you just kind of catch yourself and you're like, I'm really happy right now. But instead of like ruining that moment with anxieties of what's to come next or how long will this moment last or, you know, all the things that just kind of start clicking in your brain if you let it go on its own, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to sit in this moment and enjoy it, you know, like a like a normal person. That's kind of how this music makes me feel. It, ge- it gives you, it recenters you in that kind of sense of like, you know what? None of this matters. It's all going to be okay. And I think this is the best result you can hope for listening to dream pop so flower crown are nailing it if this sounds like something you'd be interested in i highly recommend bender season as a great starting point to dive in we talked about that song earlier in the year also stranger things and snowblower two other highlights i love off this thing Coming in at number 12, we have Brittany Chantel with her album A Fire on Venus that came out in April. Brittany is a singer-songwriter that has been making music since 2016, and there are a few things that I really like about this album. I'll say, first of all, that Brittany displays some really incredible versatility with 
the number of genres that are presented here. Just going through my list of highlights off of this, it's almost like everyone belongs in a different genre. There's the song like Moonroof, which has some beautiful bouncy production that sounds like it could belong on Top 40 Radio. There's songs like FaceTime and Wetlands, which are much more hip-hop influenced. They're a lot harder. They have some trap influences. There's a song like Tell Me, which sounds like electropop, especially towards the end of it. And then there's some classic R&B on here like Water Under Bridges. But what ties all of these tracks together is that each one has some really catchy hooks that get stuck in your head, complete earworms, and the lyrical content and vulnerability. These are really vulnerable lyrics that deal with love, and more specifically, love in a committed, healthy relationship. It doesn't sound put on. It sounds like Britney really understands what that means and is exploring that feeling. I know a lot of people write love tracks, yet it can be tricky. It can be tricky to take an emotion that is so universal, yet also so personal, and distill it into something that kind of translates to everyone listening to it. The other thing about this album is it flies by. There are 17 songs on here, but overall runtime is less than 40 minutes. So that means that the average song is less than two and a half minutes. I did the math. It leaves you with a desire to want to hear more, and I can't wait until the next time we get a chance to. We got the roof open and we roll around. Hey, I put it down, you don't care anyhow. And you love the sound. Love yourself, you deserve it now. All right, moving on to number 11, we have Harkin with Help Me, I'm Alive, their album that came out in June. Harkin is a two-piece rock band, and this album is 10 grunge-influenced, guitar-driven tracks that are intense, catchy, and at their best, cathartic as hell. You just want to blast them when you're driving down the road with the windows down and kind of just yell along. Uh, the production on here, especially on lead singer Donnie Donovan's vocals, is great. And Donnie sings her damn heart out. And you can tell it's coming from a place of real emotion because these are emotional tracks. Some of the recurring lyrical themes of mental health, self-worth, self-empowerment. I mean, it's really powerful stuff. The highlights include catchy tracks like Wake Up and Fix Me, some of the harder grunge cuts like drugs and bloom and tracks like butterfly and last time where harkins slow it down and display their versatility i love this album i'm very excited to see what comes next from harkins Coming in at number 10, we have Support Black Business, which is a collaborative project from local rappers J.M. the Poet, Live from the City, and Jordan Montgomery that came out this past December. Each of these artists put out some solo work in 2019. J.M. had his Village EP, Live had the Lightwork mixtape, and Jordan had his album Dark Horse. I really liked each of those projects, so I was excited for this collaboration during the rollout, and I was not disappointed. I feel like this project is what happens when three artists with genuine talent are also close friends and genuinely enjoy working together. It's pure, unadulterated fun, and you can literally feel it. Nothing emphasizes this more than the standout track, Crazy Taxi, where it feels like Jordan and Live pass the mic back and forth like they're running some sort of Greg Popovich motion offense as they tell a hilariously captivating story. And when the old school funky bass line hits, it's like, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Another highlight is Revenge, where over a sparse, cold, flute-driven boom-bat beat, 
live Jordan and JM take turns just spitting straight bars. And at its best, that's what this is. Rap in its purest element. Talent over style. They're not concerned with what sound is in fashion or gimmicks, but instead they're focusing on the fundamentals. Good beats, strong flows, real lyricism. It's not the flashiest, but the Spurs win championships that way. No! I ain't getting in your crazy taxi. No! I ain't finna be your baby daddy. No! I ain't giving you my phone number. No! I ain't in the back of your Hummer. No! I ain't getting in your crazy taxi. No! I ain't finna be your baby daddy. No! I ain't giving you my phone number. No! I ain't getting in the back of your Hummer. No! At number nine, we have Shingard with their album 2020 which came out in February of 2019, so I guess that was some foreshadowing. Shingard is a four-piece post-hardcore band, and they've been putting out music since around 2017. And I get that this musical style, post-hardcore, screamo, whatever you want to call it, isn't for everyone, especially the screaming vocal fry style of singing. And in all honesty, this isn't my forte either, or at least it hasn't been for, I don't know, 13, 14 years now, but if you believe at all that your mind is still receptive to new ideas and styles and isn't completely locked in its own echo chamber of familiarity like the rest of us, I would highly suggest checking this out. I mean, it's 2020. Live a little. 2020, the album, is filled with some literally jaw-dropping musicality. I mean, listening to this thing is like being driven in a car that is taking sharp twists and turns at 100 miles an hour one second, and then slamming on the brakes the next, then right back to flooring it. I mean, it's exhilarating. It feels like you're never sure what's coming next, and that we will certainly crash and die. But we never do. Shingard also has some tricks up their sleeve, too. This is the last album I expected to hear spoken word poetry on or a saxophone come into play, but here we are. There's so many good tracks on this thing. I love Shore. That one is one of my absolute favorites. Motorcade is another good one. But for me, the standout is Kennedy. It has such an urgency to it, such a weight of the world intensity, and the refrain of, you've lost everything and you must start again. I mean, if you've ever been there and really felt that way, sometimes having someone scream that at you is literally the most empowering feeling and exactly what you need. Number eight, here we go. We have Feral Cat with their debut self-titled album that came out in May. This is just straight epic and fun music. Feral Cat is a six-piece band led by Roger Romero. This album is refreshing in that it feels completely new. There are so many different genres and elements at play here. There's clearly a jazz background that is tying this all together, but there's a mesh of arena rock, punk, even elements of hardcore, some new wave, and on top of it all, this majestic sax that just kind of dances over all of the tracks. It's clear that the band, when recording this, was pushing themselves to redefine what they as individual musicians are used to playing and working together to come up with something new. It honestly feels like this is just scratching the surface of Feral Cat's potential, and I'm very excited to see what comes next. In terms of highlights, the opener Squirtle Song is definitely one of my favorites. 
but it's the closer Jaguar that has me hooked. It's a five-minute head rush and a perfect example of what it sounds like when you can skillfully mesh sounds and influences in a way that results in the whole being greater than the sum of the parts. And I personally find that inspiring. We're going to take a break from the countdown real quick to shout out a few artists that we really liked who put out some awesome singles in 2019. Drav is doing some great dream pop. Boak, the new project from Jared Golden, has awesome EDM sound. Josiah Council is a new artist that I'm very excited about doing some hip-hop-inspired pop traps that mix a few genres. Bad Boxes is back doing pop sounds. DeJor is a new rapper with a really unique sound. It's kind of EDM beats. And PK Delay, a rapper from the Hill District, put out one song every single day this past year. That is incredible. 365 songs. We're going to have links to all of these artists if you want to check them out further on our website. Number seven is Inez with Voicemails and Conversations, which came out in December. Inez, whose real name is Danielle Walker, is a singer-songwriter and producer who recently graduated from Berklee School of Music. Voicemails and Conversations is her debut album, and it blew me away upon the first listen. This is nearly an hour-long, cohesive, artistic statement of powerful R&B with a powerful message of self-love and self-acceptance. The cohesion across all 21 tracks is really impressive and probably one of the things that stood out most to me when listening to this. There are several interludes and skits that tie the whole thing together and give it this sense of being a journey. It's a journey Inez takes you on of self-discovery and an exploration of modern love, specifically dating in the modern world with all the ups and downs and insecurities that come with that. With the understanding that real committed love is truly special, it's not guaranteed, and in order to find it, you really have to truly find and accept yourself first. As corny as that sounds, it's true, and Inez is here to tell you that. Highlights include the bouncy hip-hop-influenced Get It Off Your Chest, the breezy, wistful track Clouds that features Clara Kent, Queen is another one of my favorites, it's a funky, futuristic track that wouldn't sound out of place on a Janelle Monet album, but my favorite is the track Love. It's simply gorgeous, it's filled with such raw emotion, and it just hits you so hard. That you could not do Let it be patient Let it be proof Let the love radiate from within Let it be true At number six we have Tribe Eternal's Mysterious Shit That came out on Halloween how appropriate. Tribe is a hip-hop collective made up of Clara Kent, Bilal, Abbey, and Fair Alum, joined on this release by local rapper NASA. So when you have four artists of this caliber, a collaborative project can be tricky, but what I love about this 
is the way that everyone's strengths genuinely complement each other. Everyone is rapping on this, but they all have different style flows. Clara's is very steely. Bilal's is like this intense whisper. Lum is more of an in-your-face, almost shouting style. And NASA has this hard flat line. And they all work together perfectly. And that's what you want on a collaboration. This is teamwork in the best sense. Everyone is so talented that they're pushing each other to be better. This, honestly, is how you improve. I don't know if Tribe Eternal is going to be putting out more music as a collective in the future, if these four artists are going to be doing solo projects and this was this was kind of a one-time get-together, but it doesn't matter. What matters is this is how you push yourself. This is how you improve. You work with people who are talented, who force you to bring your A-game each and every time. And this whole project is just so cold, so icy, so mean. I love it. Every track, every track sounds like this. Even the tracks that have Southern rap influence still sound cold, which is crazy. But uh, if you want some highlights off this, Plastic is amazing. I love Law of Attraction. But Local Celebrity is the one I keep coming back to. It is the coldest and my favorite. These niggas playing, fuck is they saying, fuck is they saying. I am not fan, I am not fam, we don't shake hands, we don't shake hands. Oh, this is your stance, this is your stance. You niggas local, you niggas. I'm about to go post, I'm about to, I'm about to change coast, I'm about to. I might race scope you quick shot, oh you think you big shot. I might pull up quick stop, I might fill up his block. Niggas sonic contracts for a fucking wristwatch. I'ma hit the sea so hard. Coming in at number five, we have the Childlike Empress with their album Take Care of Yourself that came out this past October. The Empress is a five-piece indie rock band led by Tatiana, lead vocalist, and on the banjo. This album is gorgeous and so artistically crafted. Born out of an incredibly challenging time in their life, Tatiana creates the ultimate weapon with Take Care of Yourself, an artistic statement that both documents and furthers their own healing journey but is also there as a resource for everyone else to help them through whatever challenges life may throw at them. These lush soundscapes on tracks like Dang and Burnt Sage give you the feeling, the warm feeling, of seeing an old friend, someone who no matter how long it's been, you connect with instantly every time. Then there are slow build-up tracks like Far Rockaway that feel like the soundtrack to when late nights turn into early morning introspection, when everything is so quiet that you can be truly honest with yourself. The Closer Yikes is probably my favorite, and it's the opposite of a slow build. It starts with powerful manic energy, banjo-driven, that eventually burns off, leaving a fragile yet confident closing statement of, I've been fine, which when you think about it is so often an evasive kind of throwaway phrase that requires someone else to take the onus of saying, no, how are you really, that when you hear it, and can tell that it's genuine, you realize how worthy of praise that actually is. It takes hard work to be able to truly say that you are fine. You finally stopped calling. I read that you've been you staying home, staying sober, high some music, and how's your mother? Number four, moving right along, we have String Machine with Death of Neon. 
which came out in August. String Machine is a seven-piece indie rock slash experimental folk band that started a few years back originally as a solo project of lead vocalist, lyricist, and guitar player David Beck. This is simply a gorgeous piece of maximalist indie rock. To say this is meticulously crafted and meticulously put together is an understatement. Everything is just so, and it simply works. It almost feels like the whole album is one track, one soundscape that just kind of waxes and wanes like the waves of a lake kind of lapping up against the shore. The gorgeous backing vocals from Laurel Wayne serve as a secret weapon that really takes some of these tracks to the next level, and I think that's what String Machine is really good at. These songs are all solid, they all sound good, and then they'll add one little thing that makes it great. A great example of this is on the title track, Death of Neon. Aside from the fact that it is a tongue-in-cheek reference to the death of a Dodge Neon, which I love, this song has three parts, starting out with a lush soundscape that devolves into noise, only to emerge triumphantly on part three with a great use of horns. It's another little touch that takes a good song and makes it great. String Machine clearly know their craft. If you're into artists like Sandy Alex G, Pine Grove, Arcade Fire, The World is a Beautiful Place, and I'm No Longer Afraid to Die, you definitely have to check these guys out. It's so hard for me to pick a favorite here, but since I'm telling myself I have to, I'm going to go with Eight-Legged Dog. It literally feels like a transitional period, like an early spring day, one that's mild but still has the bite of a winter wind. quick interruption to the countdown to shout out a few artists who put out some of our favorite eps of 2019 we have the zells with no more heroes which is some great indie rock pet zebra with the ep chili chili is awesome hip-hop music fat Corey with agua some great wavy tracks on that thing uh jack swing great rock group with the ep supermoon and buffalo rose some really solid folk music with their ep big stampede we will have all these artists listed with links to these projects on our website if you want to check it out all right top three we have NASA. That's N-V-S-V. NASA. With his album Amethyst that came out in February. We talked about this album earlier in the year and I still love it. This is my favorite rap album that came out in Pittsburgh in 2019. I mean, seriously, there are so many strengths of this thing. It's interesting, dynamic beats, cold, hard, flatline flows, and imaginative lyricism, all put together in a 13-track album that feels cohesive, and it doesn't overstay its welcome. In fact, it leaves you wanting more because the total runtime is less than 40 minutes. Overall, it's dark, dissonant, 
edgy music. The focus is not on catchy hooks, but on bars, straight rapping, the fundamentals. I love the use of autotune interspersed throughout this thing, especially the blips on the opening track Wish and the track Icebox. Autotune can be gimmicky at times, but it can also be a very powerful tool when used well, especially on such an emotional track like Icebox. There's also some great skits on this album, gives it the feel of a classic hip-hop album, and they kind of serve as comic relief as well as tying everything back together. Another great thing I love about this is the features. There's a posthumous Jimmy Wapo verse, which deserves to be mentioned on In My Bag, and then Isaiah Small shows up on Weight of the World, and the dichotomy between Isaiah's voice and Nas's voice just really serves to make that track very memorable. The closer, Citrus, also surprised me. To hear such a light and airy, bouncy closer on such a grayscale album, in a way, that just serves to make it that much more of a powerful closing statement. Something that is not easy to do, but NASA nails. All right, at number two, we have Kai Voss with their album Space Cadet that came out in May. Kai is a singer, songwriter, and producer by way of Austin, and this album is some of the best indie pop, electro pop that I have heard this year. The production is great. You can tell that Kai is challenging their self to not settle where it's comfortable, but keep pushing creatively. And it's so exciting to hear the end result. Kai has a background as a classically trained violinist, and you can tell that these skills have translated in the beautiful composition of these tracks, especially picking locks. It reminds me of early Lydia Ainsworth. In terms of other influences, there's clearly some purity ring and definitely Art Angels era grimes, especially on the track Power Trip with the creepy sing-song backing vocals that really kind of tie that track together and push it over the edge. Other tracks I really liked, Tiny Words is a great opener. It's completely ethereal, captivating, and really just kind of buckles you in for the rest of what you're going to hear throughout this whole album. But my fave by far is Shelter. I just love the skittering hi-hat rhythm that permeates throughout the whole track and serves as a backdrop to Kai's empowering lyrics of breathing fire onward and upward along with this little synth groove that is just so irresistibly catchy like you can never forget it. I am so excited to hear this sound coming out of Pittsburgh. I cannot wait to see what Kai does next. made it to the top of the list the number one spot and it goes to short fictions with their album fates 
Worse Than Death that came out in December. Short Fictions is a five-piece indie rock group that has been putting out music since 2015, but this is their full-length debut. And this album is an experience. Over eight tracks and 30 minutes, Short Fictions makes you feel proud to call Pittsburgh home, conflicted about where the city is headed, confident to handle anything life throws your way with grace, terrified about what the future holds as the planet continues to unnaturally warm, and comforted that at least we're all in it together. And sometimes all of those things at once. Every time I listen to this, I come away feeling introspective on a global scale with the global warming theme, introspective on a local scale with the Pittsburgh theme, and introspective on a personal scale with themes of old loves and friends and those yet to come. And that is an amazing feat for an album of such short length. Lyrical themes aside, the musicality here is also eclectic and diverse. These songs can be lush, gorgeous, and languid, or tough, powerful, and fast. Again, short fictions cover a lot of ground, and there's plenty of extra musical touches like additional backing vocals, bells, or rhythmic flourishes that display the musical chops of a band that has clearly put in the time and work to figure out how to play together to the maximum effect. There's skits and clips throughout this thing that pay homage to Pittsburgh and serve to tie it all together, and everything feels very thoughtful and intentional, including the song titles. My favorites being Nothingness Lies Coiled at the Heart of Being, parentheses, It's Such a Good Feeling, and Fate's Worse Than Death Part 1, I Don't Want to Wait Out the Apocalypse with Anyone But You. That does it. That is our list of our favorite local releases coming out of Pittsburgh in 2019. Hope that you discovered something new. Hope that some of this was unfamiliar to you and you are going to dive into it further. We will have links to everything we discussed on this show on our website. So please go check that out. We are Soundcheck PGH. I'm the host, Jack Doherty. Our producer is Noah Broad. You can like us on social media at Soundcheck PGH. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you are listening to this podcast. We are on Apple Podcast app. We are on Google Play. We are on Spotify. Stay tuned. We are going to have a full season of interviews and other fun stuff coming your way in 2020.